Hello, my name is Rita Balligan and you are listening to the Big Picture Podcast, a podcast where we dive deep into the minds of creative business owners and people who are striving in their careers. With every successful person, there is more than what meets the eye. There is a story, a bigger picture. And every week, I'll be finding out what that is, the how, the why, and when. Are you ready to be inspired? I am. Let's go. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Big Picture Podcast. As usual, I am excited to be here. Again, I have been thinking really deeply, like as you, if you've been listening, you know that I've been thinking really deeply about this new age that is coming to me. Um, I'm a bit more relaxed about it, but I've just really been thinking about what I want the next 10 years to look like. And I know that feels like really, really extra, but I've been reflecting on my 20s and I've been thinking to myself, like, I wish I partied more. I wish I spent less time, you know, at night vigil every Friday night. It's not that it's bad, but I just wish that, like, I just lived a little bit more in my 20s. I feel like I've spent my 20s just working, working, working and this grind and this hustle, which is great. But I kind of just wish I had a little bit more fun. You know, I don't feel like I've had enough fun and life's not over. I know I'm just turning 30, but I've just been thinking about what do I want 30 to look like for me? You know, like. Is it going to be fun? Is it going to be more grinding? Am I going to focus more on happiness? I don't know. So that's all I've been thinking about this week because my birthday is approaching. It's next year, but I've been thinking about it from now. So that's what I've really, really been thinking about. And I want you guys to think about it too. Like, are you having fun? Are you happy? You know, like work is great, but it does your work make you happy? I think it's so important to think about the quality of your life, you know, like, I don't know, like, Are you smiling? Are you feeling peace? Are you feeling joy? You have to think about these things. So yeah, that's what I've been thinking about. And yeah, I just want you to join me in this deepness of thought as we head into 2020. So yeah, those are my thoughts this week so far. So my word of the day today is stoic. And what stoic means, if hold on a second, I need to, yeah. So stoic means being determined not to complain or show your feelings, especially when something bad happens to you. And for me, that just sounds like a Nigerian. I just feel like that word is just like determined to not complain or show your feelings, especially when something bad happens to you. So a sentence would be, we knew she must be in pain despite her stoic attitude. Yeah, I like that word, stoic. So yeah, that's my word of the day. Moving swiftly, swiftly forward. I'm really, 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 really excited about my guest today because like I mentioned to her earlier, I feel like... I have been watching her on telly. You know, like when you feel like you're really following someone's storyline, you're watching this show and you're just watching everything unravel and you're literally like rooting for her. You're wanting her to win and she's like being so transparent. Like her transparency is so endearing. It makes you feel like you can be open as well. Like she's saying something that's really deep But then she makes it really funny, which is like my humour as well. Like, I feel like to survive as an adult, you literally have to like (laughs) find some jokes in there. Otherwise, you really will just fall down. So my guest today, she is endearing. She is open. She is a woman of many talents. Um, you may know her as a beauty writer. You might know her. You may know her as a host. You may know her as a podcaster. She's a woman of many gifts, and it's the lovely Talani Shunye. Hello, <laughs> hello. But you know what? It's really weird. No one calls me Talani anymore. I know. It's I know Tolly. when I miss it. Yeah, it's like Tolly, Tolly, Tolly. Now, I mean, it's. I mean, people still call me Talani, and I've got a necklace which says Talani on it, just to be like hold on daily <laughs> to my name. That my sometimes I get mail and it says Tolly. My mum's like, who's that? And I'm like, why are you? Why are you doing <laughs> this? Just, just like, I don't know, Tolly. And I'm like, why? Like, why are you doing this? But it's really weird because that's been like my childhood nickname since I was like, really? Like, it's been like a childhood nickname. Oh, like, wow. For a very long time. I think it's something to do with Tolly. Do you remember Tolly Boy Rice? Yeah, yeah something to do with that. I think what? I really like Tolly Boy Rice. I really like Rice. Or someone saw me in the back of Tolly Boy Rice. Something along those lines. And, and that's how along. Yeah. And then I would like, it stops. Everyone starts calling me Tolly. So if you call me Tolly, you've just known me or you've known me for the longest time. Because oh. then when I went to primary school, nobody could say Tolani or Tolani. I know it's really Which easy. It's literally like a, three, yeah. like Tolani. And it's spelled exactly how it's said, Tolani. But no one could say it. So we were like, yeah. Tolly. 
Yeah. Tully is. Exactly. Yeah. Tully is. Yeah, like, so that's now how I know you as. social media name. I was like, fine, I'll just do Tully then. Yeah, yeah. that's how I'm. Yeah, I know you as Tully. Yeah. Tully T. Literally, Tully T. Yeah, literally. The T is just not going as well. It's like Tully T. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> yeah. like. And I was looked to your son, I was like, hold on, where's the, the T yeah, come yeah, from? Yeah, the T is for Tullanic. <laughs> that's oh literally God. all it's for. It's not, my last name does not yeah. start with a T at all. That's no. what I would have thought. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. No, it's just, yeah. I think someone else had Tully. Oh, so you just like, like oh, support T in it, yeah. And it's, like, it sounds like, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's literally perfect. what it is, yeah. Thank you so much for coming Thank on you here for having today. Me. Like, I'm actually, like, proper excited to just unpack your journey because, like I said, I feel like I've been, like, following you and watching everything kind of unravel yes. and all of your moments of excitement how like all these good things have been happening yeah. and it's just amazing to see um so i like to start my question my not my question i like to start my podcast yeah. literally with the same question okay which is who is talani oh do you know what these are like big man questions you know <laughs> <laughs> this is a very big man question um at the very core of who i am in terms of like how i present myself and who i am i talani is a 30 year old black nigerian woman who is a sister a friend a daughter a writer and more importantly, I think I'm a storyteller. Mm. That's why I'd always like to like put the whole thing into because sometimes it's like, what do you... And it's also weird because I try to differentiate who I am to what I do because mm. otherwise I will lose my sense of me sort yeah. of thing. So yeah. I'm really, really cautious of being like, okay, this is what I do and this is who I am. But at the core of who I am, I do like telling stories. I like It's just a thing that I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. And it sounds from childhood. Um, so I was born in... Like England, DM General Hospital, but, but I don't know why I have to like rep. I rep with all of my chest, like New Room General. Um, so I was one there, and then I was second to Nigeria when I was about like one. Like my mum didn't even let me be a bad child. She just she didn't risk it. She didn't. I must have bad vibes as a youth because she was like, yeah, you're going. So I went second back to Nigeria, and like we on our we lived in Nigeria we had a compound and like every probably like I think once a week all the kids will sit down on the compound and some an adult will stand will sit down higher than us mm-hmm. and they'll tell us a story wow. and the story's always started with a story story and it will say story mm-hmm. and it'll say well once upon a time we'll say time time mm-hmm. and then it'll go into a story and yeah. I've always just loved the idea of just like making up things mm-hmm. maybe because I was a liar <laughs> <laughs> I just like that's like kicked off because it's like there's a thin line between storytelling and just being a liar. So, How could you say that, please? No, You're not as a kid, today. as a kid, I was actually a pathological liar, like for no reason. No, but that was you being creative. Yeah, I just used to lie. Like it was so like for no apparent reason, I would just lie. Like it was insane. I think back at it, like, I had no idea why I did it. Like, I remember telling everybody that I was allergic to vinegar. I wasn't. I just wanted to be allergic to something. I'll still eat it. My chips. I, was, I thought you was allergic. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll deal with it later. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to lie. <laughs> you must have got in trouble a lot. Oh, a lot. Yeah, I got in trouble a <laughs> lot. Like I like got suspended in secondary school because I was just I was really lippy. Mm-hmm. I'm a really I'm still quite a lippy person. So that's like followed me through. Yeah, yeah, I was really lippy. Got the hard gosh. My mom's come to school to beat me once. Like. <laughs> I was just naughty. <laughs> I was just, I just had a mouth on me. That's what it yeah, was. I was yeah. just, I just had a mouth on me and I was just naughty. But then I went to a really like bad school. My school was crap. Like as in a yeah, bottom yeah. tier type. Yeah, like, yeah, do you yeah. people get kicked out to send them to that school? Yeah, sort of thing? So yeah. I went to a really bad school. But it was smart. So the school never kicked me out. Okay. Because I was really smart sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. So it was kind of like, yeah, she's naughty, but we're just kind of like, She's she's staying she's, doing it. Yeah, she's smart. smart I've yeah. got that sport. So they just kind of couldn't. She's talented. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just like keep yeah. her here to like up the Ofsted numbers yeah, or whatever yeah, it was. Definitely. So, yeah. I never got kicked out of school, but I got suspended like twice. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I was just lippy. Yeah, it was either I think one was a fight and one was just chatting back basically. See, but now look like you you talk now and yeah, you're and it's good. It. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now being chatty counts. It helps. So, did you st- did you always know that you wanted to be a writer because you've said that you're like quite creative yeah. and you've loved storytelling, but did you know that that could actually be a career path? Oh, not you? at all. Not, I have flipped. I've like I'm always been someone that's always like, this is what I want to do. And then I was going through, like, initially I went to be a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. So stupid. And I'm convinced I was the one that started off the, like, scouses, like the sketch. <laughs> I am, I promise you, I still have that sketchbook in one of my drawers. One of my used to have drawers for all of us, all about, like, yeah. old school stuff. And I promise you, well, it's one of my sketches in there. And I was like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And then I went to be a hair, hair hostess at one point. I was like, hair, wow, hair <laughs> <laughs> Air 
hostess. And then I said, no, I didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. And I think something about like my vision. I think you have to have really good vision or, or oh, something. Really? Yeah, I don't know if I made that up, but apparently. So I was like, yeah, not doing that either. <laughs> and then, yeah, 10. No, I went to be an actress. Mm-hmm. I can't act to save my life. And that's one thing I'm so sad about. <laughs> I feel like it really should be a skill set that I should be able to do, but I just can't do it. But well, have you tried it? And I auditioned just... for Skins. Yeah, I but that's really... one audition. No, but like I saw it, I saw it in their eyes. Like <laughs> they didn't want me there, and I'm such an over. I was like, "How can you do this to me?" <laughs> like it was. So... <laughs> it was so unnatural. But I do think if I got to play myself, I'd be a good actress. Do you know what though? A lot of actors. That's where you start though. Yeah, I think if I got to play some, because I love her, but I feel like Abigail Union plays herself in yeah, every in 100%. every role 100%. she's ever played. She's herself mm-hmm. according to that story. No, yeah, but that's acting though. When you really think at the core of acting, you do bring okay. yourself mm. to every single character. Because yeah. the minute you like make it about the character, then that's when you that's when you watch something and you're like. Nah, oh, I don't right, believe okay. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you have to kind of bring yourself, yeah, into it, and I it's you, you in different scenarios. But do you remember Stacey's mum and EastEnders? <laughs> yeah. I honestly think she's the best actress <laughs> in the world <laughs> because <laughs> I used to watch it and be like, oh, she must be mentally unwell in real life as yeah, well. Yeah, And then I saw an interview. I was like, she's not. Like, yeah, yeah. How yeah. has she done this so perfectly? Yeah, but I, yeah. I believed it, and I always think actresses or actors that I hate are mm. really good like, in terms of like I hate that character yeah. I'm like oh you're a good actress because yeah, you yeah. really you made really me like me. I cannot stand you as yeah. a character yeah. so but anyway so I went to be an actress couldn't do it so and then I started script writing but then it was really like dumb because I used to do it now exercise blocks and I just changed the names of my friends mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so it would be like Tamika would be like Tanika or yeah. like, I just like, changed their names around and I was basically writing, writing what had happened mm-hmm. like during the day yeah. but again I didn't think that would be a career so I didn't I never, I never thought I want to be a script writer because it wasn't a career in my head. Right. Like nobody, I don't know. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I want to be a presenter. Everything's always been around that world. Mm. I went to be a presenter again. I was like, oh, long, like, yeah. Comic can't do it. And then when I think I got to year 10, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a journalist. Mm. And then I was like, okay, cool, this is a job to do. And I remember in my year 10 work experience, I worked at Sugar Magazine. Oh, wow. I remember Old school. Sugar. I know, yeah. very, very old school. And I went there for like a week. I can't remember how long work experience is, a week or two, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and that cemented it for me. Wow. So right after that, right after that work experience, I was like, yep, this is it. Wow. Uh, so everything I did from there was to work in journalism. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. And yeah. you're so blessed to be able to know that. Yeah, I, yeah. That early. Yeah, as well. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I got to kind of know quite early. Right. Like, yeah, this is it. This is what I want to do. I mean, I imagined that. I was like, I'll, I'll have my own magazine and yeah, I'll like yeah. walking around sort of thing. But yeah, so as soon as year 10 was done, everything I did like I was like okay cool so what I picked for my A-levels is going to be in line to what I can mm. do with journalism when I went to uni I started doing work experience quite early and then my experience I went in and out so I did stuff for like music industries I did like different, yeah, different yeah. things but it was always still going to be journalism yeah yeah so what was the what was the moment that really because I know the moment that sealed what you wanted to do yeah. was obviously when you did the work experience yeah. what was like your first writing job like where it's you would like work in and get paid. Writing job. Ooh, that was deep into uni. So I did a sandwich course at uni, which means you take a couple of months out of a year to mm-hmm. work sort of thing. So I remember I was working as my placement was in somewhere with a pub- with a publishing actually. They were publishing at magazines, a bunch of different magazines and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was working on some magazine called Fancy. Mm-hmm. And it was like a magazine for a shop called Julian Graves is so like on a, and the Julian Graves literally sold nuts. Nuts. They, they sold nuts. They sold nuts and like healthy living. Kind of, imagine that like Holland and Barrett's the same partnership actually, but like just for like food. Oh wow! They sold nuts, raisins, all of those yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. And they, so they had a magazine. So I used to work with that magazines and write things for that. I know so much about nuts. It's insane. <laughs> no, like I, there's not there's nothing about macadamia nut that I don't know about. Like, <laughs> I know so much. I know it's stupid man. It's such a random about, thing to know about. It is such a random thing to know about. But like, honestly, like macadamia, one of the most expensive nuts actually. Just so everybody knows that. Um, fun that, fact. That yeah, that, that. That's a fun fact. So I did that, and I was getting. I mean, I was getting paid very little. I think I was getting paid fifty pound a day. Wow. But I was. So I was meant to be there for like a three month work experience. I stayed there for two years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So after my placement was done, I went back to uni, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh, we'd still love you to come, like, still work here." So I had to do one day a week there. And I think by that time, Fancy had gone under. And then I was working on another magazine called Life and Living, mm-hmm. which for was for over sixty set. 
So it was over 60s. I think it went into a retirement home. It's, again, not glamorous at all. It's really bad because it was called Life and Living, but I used to call it Death and Dying. It's really bad. And, like, it's such a morbid joke, but it's because, like, it was subscriptions. And, like, at least once a week we could get a letter saying, this person's died now, like... Can you please stop sending the magazine yeah, to yeah. Oh my yeah. God. So it was really... Oh, that's so dark. <laughs> yeah, it's really dark. But yeah, yeah. I don't know why they call it life and living. <laughs> like, considering what it was. But yeah, yeah it was for the silver set, which is what you call like, over 60s. And then, again, worked there for a couple of months. I had the most amazing editor there, um, Julia McKenzie, who is, I will always say, a lot of my career is down to like her. She just yeah. gave me... She just saw me. Mm. and that's the thing she just saw me because yeah. I remember when I did my placement there was about six of us that started mm. I was the only one that get the job wow yeah so she just saw me as well I'm always grateful to her and then one day they were launching another magazine which was um, Pro Hair and Beauty mm-hmm. and that was like my field straight away so yeah. I wasn't even in that day I was at uni and then Julie like, spoke to the editor. She was like, I think she'll be great as an as assistant for this. Like, wow. literally did my interview for me. Wow. And I, I got a job. And then it was just like, so my interview for that job was just a chat. Because wow. I was already in the publishing house. Yeah, and Julie yeah. had given me really good, like, review. And so, yeah, I started working for Pro Home Beauty. I launched a magazine with them as, as assistant. And... I think I stayed there for about a year and a half, if not a bit more. Mm-hmm. I just went from, like, Ed's assistant, got promoted. I went from still doing part-time, and I started working there full-time as yeah. well. So, yeah, that was really helpful. And then after that, I was, like, magazines were going, and I started getting really paranoid. Yeah. I think my editor had left at the time, who I loved. And then I was like, oh, I think company then shut. And I was like, ugh. It's not Scary. a good time for magazines. Yeah, like every yeah. week there's another announcement, there's yeah. another announcement. I was like, I need to get online. And I remember thinking, I was like, I need to get, I needed to get online. And that was like a proper thought of mine. Yeah. So there was a website called So Feminine. Again, I think it's gone under now. Oh, wow. But yeah, well, um, journalism's a mad world. Um, it was under a thing called Ufeminar, which is like a French company. I think the mm-hmm. French one's still going. So the UK one was called So Feminine, which sounds like a tampon dad. But it was, <laughs> it was an online website. So I was like, cool, I was going to just apply to that. It was like for food and beauty. And I was mm-hmm. like, this makes complete sense. I've been working with Fancy with all my nuts knowledge. <laughs> yeah. And I do <laughs> pro beauty. <laughs> pro hair and beauty. That's like perfect. I'm literally yeah. the perfect person for this sort of thing. So I applied for the role, did all of the process, whatever, got that job. And it, when I got it, I was like, I'm going to be here a year. Mm-hmm. That was what I gave myself. I'm going to be here a year and I'm going to go somewhere else. And at the time, I'd always went to work at BuzzFeed. Yeah. That was always like a thing for me. But I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like, I didn't think I could because I didn't know the process. I didn't know anyone that yeah. worked there. Or whatever. So around a year in, my friend sent me a thing and BuzzFeed were looking for um, interns, a fellowship, they called it. And then I think I was probably like 24, going on 25 at the time. I think I was 25, if not a bit older. I'm 25, going on 26 or 27. And I was just like, I'm not working for free. I'm not doing another internship. Yeah. Because it wasn't for free. It was going to be paid. But I was like, nah. Yeah, because you've doing... been doing I was like, them. I've been, like, yeah. I've been doing internships since I was 15. I've yeah. been doing every summer holiday. I was like, an internship. I was like, I'm not doing another internship. So I, was, so I didn't apply for it. Wow. Like, cockily, I was like, no, I'm not going to apply for it. I was yeah. like, no, a job will come up and I'll apply for a job. I'm not doing an internship. So then a job came up and I applied for it. It was like the longest process of my life. And I got it. And I got it a wow. year to the day that I wanted to leave. And I remember, like, handing in my notice. And I was just like, hey, I got good news. I'm leaving. I'm not got bad news. I'm leaving. <laughs> but good news is I'm going to BuzzFeed. <laughs> but it was such a, like, a place for everyone to work. They were so pleased with me. Yeah. Because, like, we looked at BuzzFeed every morning before we wrote our content. Yeah. Like, we were just basically, like, copying their content but making it our sort of thing. Yeah. So it was like... Wow, this yeah, is Yeah, like, this, is, this is it, this is really. Thing, yeah, this yeah. is a good thing to do. So, yeah. Worked at BuzzFeed for, I think, I want to say two years, if that. And then, like, the first year, two and a half years, first year, best best job I'd ever had in my life. Wow. Loved it. Got to yeah. do what I want. I wrote about stories I wanted to do. Like, yeah. it was, I literally had so much, like, free reign. Yeah. And I learned so much. I knew how to make content viral. I knew, like, I just knew, I just learned so much about the internet and the world and how yeah, it works and how yeah. to word things. Yeah. And, like, the art of storytelling, but in really quick successions because mm. attentions were good. Like, people's attentions wasn't, yeah. we had a Vine at the time. Vine was a... Yeah. Was it six seconds Second, story? Yeah, and yeah. which I think was William. But like, yeah, so it was like get people's attention by quick things. I learned so much there. And then I think that two years in, I was like getting an itch, and then they were they were did the redundancies. And that was the first time in my career I'd yeah. ever gone through redundancies. Yeah, yeah. It was the weirdest time, and I was like, oh my God, this was going <laughs> awful. awful. What's yeah. gonna happen? Am I gonna lose my job? I was so paranoid. I was like, oh, long, like long. But I didn't get made redundant. I got to keep my job. But I think I left exactly four months after. Wow. And like, I wish I, I wish I took the money and went. 
Really? So what made you decide to like leave four months afterwards? I think after it, I was just like, I'm not happy here. Mm. Yeah, I just yeah. got to like, I was like, I'm really not happy here. I don't feel, and obviously once they do redundancies for a reason and then like, it all shifts around like what the company tense. wants is different yeah. it just wasn't I was like oh I really am not enjoying my time here anymore Yeah. and like to be fair when I left I had no intention of leaving like yeah. the day I left I was that was boy I did not leave my house that morning thinking I was going to leave that, <laughs> that evening I, that's not that was not part of the plan but then when I said it I remember being in a meeting with my manager and I was like I'm going to leave oh. yeah yeah I was like you know what I'm just going to leave and she just probably just looked at you. Like, and she was just like, she was like, take some time off, like go home, think about it. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Went to their pianos, met my friend, had some wine, had some pasta, went home, wrote my letter and handed it on Monday. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. And during that time, I'd already started doing the podcast. I yeah. remember saying to the girls in the group, I was like, I'm going to leave my job and I'm just going to give this podcast a real go. Mm. I was like, I'm actually going to give it like a hundred and one percent now. Because at the time, it was always a side thing. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm really going to see how much I can actually get, how far we can actually get with this yeah. if one of us is focused on it full time. Wow. Yeah, so I went to, st- left, was still freelancing, like yeah. did some, did, we'll do like work somewhere for two weeks, like write stuff, pitch yeah, stuff or whatever. Yeah. And then Top Boy came along. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, which was a whole, yeah. Okay, so we're going to pause because I'm like, if you guys can see my face, I'm like really in this, like, this is, do you know what it is? Like, not a lot of people can be brave enough to walk away from something yeah. that isn't making them happy mm-hmm. because it's that, um, the fear of the unknown because although you were doing a podcast, I don't think anyone really knew, like, how big podcasts could become. We didn't know. Especially when yeah, you guys yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. started off. We absolutely off. didn't know. It's been about over three years now. We had no idea. Yeah, so to, that's such a big thing for you to make that decision yeah. to be like, it's a big, it's a lot of faith mm. to be like, do you know what? I, I, I want to dedicate myself to this yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. Like, that is, like, huge. Yeah, absolutely. You know, mm. like, massive and it's making me really think because I, I kind of mentioned it earlier, that yeah. idea of like what are you happy doing what you're yeah, doing absolutely you know? yeah and the minute you actually step away from something that isn't making you happy like good things just start yeah, to happen yeah, but it's just so scary yeah no it is really scary and like have so many people saying oh they're gonna they're gonna quit their job and go freelance i saved a lot of money before this okay good so i'd got myself to a position that like the savings i had it wasn't meant to be for this it was just i always say um, i've got a ff fund which is anytime i need to get out of something I've got enough money to get out of it mm. I've always got a fund somewhere that I'm like I put money into that thing I don't touch it that any situation it could be like my mum's moving mad I need to move out <laughs> and like any any situation I've got enough to be like yeah I'm going <laughs> like I never want to feel stuck and I think I, I talk a lot about money a lot and it's a purposeful thing because I think what we don't what we neglect to talk about is the uh, freedom money gives you yeah there are a lot of reasons why people don't quit their jobs or stay somewhere they're unhappy is because they cannot afford it yeah. to do anything else sort right. of thing. so yeah. the money wasn't because I thought I was going to leave one day was for like oh maybe a house or whatever but I was like do you know what I'm going to sacrifice that and it's going to be the money that's going to see me through until something else comes along sort right. of thing so I'd give myself I was like give myself a bit of time I was still applying for jobs yeah like I was still applying for jobs and then but I got I got a job and it offered me a role well and it's such a good role really good pay I would have been would have been happy there would have gotten well and I said no to it and that's the first time I'd ever said no to it I was like wow. nah I was like, like in my head I was like no nah, I'm going to I'm going to give this a go. Like, come that on, is, man. Like, just, yeah, just try it. Try. Because it would have been easy to be like, take the job and come and live in your life. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was like, no, just just try. Wow. Yeah, just actually, just actually really try and see what happens sort of thing. And then I was like, I saw a thing online. Someone was talking about, they were looking for, it was marketing. I'd never done marketing before. It was mm-hmm. brand new for me. They were looking for a creative to do some marketing campaigns. I was like, oh, I'm just going to apply. Yeah. And see what happens sort of yeah. thing. So it was um, with a marketing company. They were doing something for the Met Police at the time. So I was doing something for that for a while. And again, I was just like, yeah. Like, it was cool, <laughs> but I was like, do you You're know what? It's a new, it was yeah. a new experience. Like, I was learning about... I was learning a lot. Like, marketing was brand new territory for me. Mm-hmm. And I tell you anything, thinking about between journalism and marketing, go to marketing, the, the money's at marketing. Yeah. That's what you're getting paid. Yeah. Um, so, it was a new territory, but I learned. I learned so much in that space. And I had, like, the person I was working with was so amazing to me. Yeah. Like, he really looked after me, taught me a lot. Like, had one-on-ones with me, which I really, yeah. really appreciated. And then, so I was, my time there was done. My yeah. police job was done. I was like, I come and start looking for the next thing. And then they got a picture to do Top Boy. Wow. Yeah, was yeah, it yeah. Was it through? It was through this agency I was at. So they got, like, then they were like, oh, did you used to watch us? Of course I used to watch it. Oh, like, I'm wow. a black Londoner. Of course, of course I watched Top yeah, Boy. Yeah, yeah. And they was like, do you want to do the pitch? 
like, do you want to think of some ideas, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, sure. Wow. And then I remember I pitched it on my birthday and I've got a thing where I don't work on my birthday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, why should I work? Like, I've been working all these yeah, other yeah, days. Yeah, 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 let me, let me, and I remember the pitch was the day of my birthday, and I was going to be like, oh, I'm going to do that. I was like, no, Tony, you're, you will do it. You're, you're doing this pitch. <laughs> so we pitched it. It was like, I love like a long process. It was nice. Like, the team was lovely. Like, it was, it's a massive show that I'm a big fan of. Like, yeah. a massive, massive fan of. And then, yeah, we won the pitch. And wow. then it was time to like write the trailer, which was like my role there sort of thing, which wow. is amazing. Yeah. And it was just nice to be like, oh, it kind of cemented. I was like, yes, it is like, I do want to write scripts. I do really yeah, enjoy this yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. And that summer was just a really, because that was the same summer while I was there where I got signed to my agent. So it was like a good Yeah, it was summer. just a really, yeah, this summer. Was it this summer? Yeah, no, last summer actually. It was last summer because I think it came out this year. Yeah, I just got signed to my agent. And it was just, I was like, yeah. Wow. So you wouldn't have known that, because if you maybe if you didn't take that Met job, then you wouldn't have had the opportunity yep, to absolutely. top boy. Yep. And I was really cautious about like being taken in a Met job as well because like, it's the police, isn't it? Like, you're just like, man, yeah, like, yeah, you know what I mean? I exactly. like, well, I don't want to do anything with the police sort of thing. But yeah. like, I just, I was like, you know what? Do it. Yeah. And, and it was like, it was a long contract. Mm. And at the time I was doing small stuff, I was like, you know, this will be a solid three months of pay. Yeah, yeah. Just do Which it is good. sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And you learn new things. And I wanted to be in that world of marketing and being a creative in the marketing sphere, mm. which I never have never done yeah. before. So, yeah, it, I'm so happy I took it. Wow. And when it's, when you say pitch, like, what does that mean? Because some people might be thinking, well, what's so the pitch? So a pitch is basically like um, a company wants to know how they're going to... So let's say, for example, you are bringing out a new coffee. So you go to agencies, OK, I want this coffee, but I want it to go to this audience. And my audience is 18 to 25-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So as a creative, you think of an idea to brand this coffee, to advertise this coffee, yeah. to go to that mass audience right, sort of right, thing. Yeah. Right. That is, see, this is why life is amazing because it, everything links together oh, absolutely. without you knowing it. Yep. And it's kind of scary. Like, I'm mm-hmm. watching this show on Netflix now called Dark, and it's literally about that whole time and space thing that yep. each little moment leads to this one other else. thing. Oh, absolutely. And then if you don't take that step, yep. then it might not lead to where you are. Yep. So, another massive step was obviously decided, like, being part of. A podcast. No, yeah. oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was... How, like, how has that been? Like, did you ever, ever imagine that it would be like this? Not for a second. Like, not for a second. It's, I don't even know what I thought it would have been, sort yeah. of thing. I don't know. I can't remember ever thinking, oh, then it could be this, it could be this. Like, I don't even think I dreamt big enough for it to, my dreams wouldn't have been big enough for what it is now. Wow. Like, it just wouldn't have been. For me, it would have been fine just to be like, we chatted every week. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, I had yeah. fun, like, chatting and producing. Like, people listened. So, like, my, I don't think my dreams for a second were fathomed what this is. Like, we're on tour at the moment. We've gone all around, like, the UK. And it's, like, every time I come out, I'm still, like, wow, like... You're on tour, like... like people are coming out <laughs> into that for us to talk. And it's so humbling. And it's honestly, yeah. like, it means the absolute world to me that it was just something that started on Twitter. That is amazing. Yeah. Because you ladies weren't friends before. No, we didn't know each other. So when you guys first met, did you just click? Instantly. So we, the first meeting was, like, I think we went to like a little like cafe thing on Oxford Street. Mm-hmm. And then we were just talking. It was meant to be like an hour or so. We'll see. I remember I left BuzzFeed, I walked down the road, went to go meet there because I was yeah. working at the time. And I think we were there till about 12 o'clock at night just talking. Wow. Yeah, we were just talking. And the next day I started a group chat and that was it. Wow. Yeah, we're like, cool, let's actually do it then. Yeah. Wow. That is just, like, amazing. Yeah, so like, none of us thought it would be anything. We just thought, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So you've literally just become friends. Like, what kind of challenges have you faced, like, in terms of... Because I know sometimes, like, working with women sometimes yeah. can be a bit, like, intense sometimes. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. you have to know how to kind of just confront things quickly. Otherwise, yeah. it can just be, like, this thing. It'll like, just be a thing, yeah. What kind of stuff do you do to, like, make sure that, you know what, even if we have a disagreement, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fix it straight away kind do of thing? Do you know, I am a, I'm a conversational person. And, like, people people say conversational and they make it seem like it's a bad thing. Mm. But it's one of my favourite traits about myself because it just means that I get it out. Yeah. And for me, once it's like, I said it now, let's move on. Mm. But I don't see the point of holding on to something and being angry about it and everyone's just like, we're not talking about it. And then it starts to, like, something little and that gets us to something much yeah, bigger. Yeah, exactly. So I think the difficult thing was kind of that like everyone's personality is... Do you know what I mean? Just kind of like yeah. everyone's got different personalities. Exactly. They know how they work with their friendship groups. Everyone plays different roles in their friendship groups, and that's trying to identify what role we'll play here, mm. sort of thing. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So whenever, whenever there's been a problem, I instantly 
Yeah. I'm not doing like that. Nah, that's amazing. That's yeah, it's, yeah, it's but I don't like that. Don't do that. Because I think it's important to draw your boundaries so people know next time not to do that sort of thing yeah, to you. Yeah. And sometimes when you don't say to do it again, and like, oh, disrespect to me, but they didn't know. This is Because the first time you did it, you didn't correct them. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. my thing is, anytime someone wrongs me, I always say, I didn't like that. Here yeah. was the thing. And if you keep doing it, it's like, oh, you don't make me. Okay, you don't yeah, now me. you. Yeah, because yeah, I've you told have, you what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah now you just don't care about my feelings and that's yeah. like that's how I work with all of my friendships when something's out of line I'll be like I didn't like that yeah yeah, yeah. that's important yeah. you know it's such a great you're right it's a great character trait to yeah. have to be able to just he, like head on head on be like here's the problem yeah. here's what I don't like and yeah don't do that to me again yeah mm. yeah you mentioned feelings and I feel like you're very transparent yeah about where you are in your life mm. and what you're going through and stuff like that yeah. and I remember you posted something that was it was so deep like I think it was like it was note. It yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, gosh, and that. yeah, yeah. And yeah. you just kind of just spoke about the pressures of getting older and yeah. marriage and this and that yeah. kind of thing. And it's such an open thing to do, but that's also like just something you continuously do. I guess that's yeah. why people can feel like they're connected to you. Mm. Like, have you always been like that when you're just so open with how you feel? And why do you feel like why have you felt the need to like share it as well? Have I always been open? I feel like I have been in terms of that with my friends and people around me. Like, my friends want to make a joke that I can't hide my face. Yeah. It's very apparent. Like, <laughs> there is, I, I can't hide it. When someone's annoyed me, my face will instantly screw up. It is yeah. my face is very apparent to share how I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, I started being like, because I think there is a lot of power in being vulnerable. Mm. I feel like vulnerability is kind of seen as like, oh, you're weak or whatever, whatever. But I think there is a lot of power and a lot of strength in purposefully being quite vulnerable mm. and it helps me like yeah. I, I'm not like I'm not keeping something in and be upsetting myself about it yeah. and like do you know what I mean when yeah. I could just like okay it's it's out there it's the world now yeah. do you know what I mean sort of thing it's out there I don't know how much it's a conscious effort sometimes I don't even think I'm being that open yeah. I just think I'm talking and everyone's like wow like I can't believe you shared that I'm like yeah. oh I didn't even think yeah. that was that vulnerable or that was that yeah. every time I meet people like oh my god I feel like I know you I was like you do yeah because yeah. I like Nah, it's not an easy yeah. thing to do because you think, oh, what are people going to think about me? Are yeah. People, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, people are going to say that. Why are you so talking about this and talking about that? But Well, people do, though. People yeah. do. Oh, my God, I get it all the time. Oh, this girl all cares about man, blah, 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 blah. Like, really? I think there's like a sly agenda to, like, to hate me. But really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's, people love it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I do. I do How do you deal with it. that? Because obviously, like, before... You know, you were a beauty writer. Yeah, and yeah, In yeah. a sense, you're kind of like behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah, Do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I and wasn't suddenly, visible at all. now you're visible. Yeah. So how did you deal with that that transformation in terms of like being behind the scenes and now everyone knows who you are in a sense? Because I don't necessarily think everybody knows who I am sort of thing. I think there is a visible aspect of it, but I am like, I am a big fan of like telling people to suck their mums. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's really... Um, <laughs> that Kano video is the best. <laughs> It's, video. It's, it's important. <laughs> I, like, I feel like everybody should embody the telling people to suck their mouths more often, like a lot more often. It just, it just gets so much out of you. I don't need to insult you. I don't need to tell you your head is big. I need to call you ugly. I just be like, oh, suck your mum, man. Like, move. <laughs> like, just, just, just leave me alone, sort of thing. And I think that's like, I don't focus on that so much. I remember once we did a thing and it's on YouTube and like people cussed me like it's so oh funny. My gosh. But it's like it's like I can't think someone said something about my forehead. Someone that just like cussed and I remember like um being a little bit upset about it. I remember telling my family about it thing and they all just started laughing. And I was like, oh it's someone important. Yeah. Like I remember saying my sister, I was like, and then because they're talking about pretty privilege, and someone come and said, well, How would she know? Oh. Like, <laughs> no, no. And at the time, I was like, No, these people are pricks, but I told really... my sister, my sister burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me realize, like, Oh my it's god, just so it's dumb. so like my sisters, my cousins, all my friends were just laughing, and I was just like, yeah, it's so unimportant. Like, it's so this doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, and that's how I see it now. It just like makes me laugh. And I'm very like, I'm very confident, sort of thing. So, like, yeah. there's nothing anyone can say to me about my looks that can shake me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as in it's my upbringing or whatever, that's, that's something that's like cemented in me. The only mm. thing that, can, that shakes me is when we come to do my work. Mm. Like, my people come yeah. to do my looks, I really don't care. Yeah. 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 yeah have you yeah, always yeah. been like that? Or did you have to, like, do you know what I mean? Obviously, like I remember there was a time when, like, I mean, you were a teenager and everyone was like, oh, yeah. I'm fat, I'm this or whatever. Oh, like, do you know yeah, that, that yeah, awful stage where everyone's yeah. really insecure about everything? And I don't know when I start, I think I just start comparing myself to people. That is the key thing. Yeah. That is the key thing, yeah. Like, I was just, I mean, it's hard. Even as a, as a grown adult now, you look at certain people yeah. and like, oh, I don't have that, that sort of thing. But yeah. it's like, 
this is it. Like, this is who I am. All this I can do it, is yeah. keep like glowing up but still looking like myself. Mm-hmm. And I've got to a point where like I really like me. I really like mm-hmm. the way I look. And that's, that's it. it. Yeah. 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 And, and like that's it. Yeah. And I've never I've never like been someone that leans on someone for um for acceptance. I've never been like I've early on, I think maybe like heartbreak and dealing with men has taught me that easily not to put my value onto a man or a person mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like it's fleeting. Like one day they think I'm the most beautiful girl in the world, the next day they don't, sort of yeah. thing. So that taught me to be like Sis, it has to be on you, you know. Yeah, for like, real. only your feelings on yourself are not going to flee. Everybody mm-hmm. else's can like today they think you're funny, they think you're beautiful. And tomorrow they're like, yeah, she's so yeah, yeah. She's trying shit. She's like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah. yeah, I had to cement how I felt about myself. Yeah, no, that is the, the it's so big. Yeah, to be honest, mm. like I remember the moment where I decided to be like, do you know what? This is actually my face. Well, do you know what I mean? It's a moment. Yeah. yeah, there's a moment that comes, and you're just like, and that's why sometimes, yeah, I don't even know if. I look good or not because in my head I just see my face as like this is it and I love it Mm -hmm. and it's either you dig it or you don't like Like, literally like there's nothing I can do about it because otherwise you'll just go mad you will go insane yeah and like I've even started to do things like like this is my face. I love my face. I look like my sister. I look like my mom. Like so much stories in my face. Like where I'm like. Anybody who sees will instantly tell no that I'm Yoruba Nigerian. Yeah. I, I've just got that face <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. And that makes me happy as well. It's my face. I look my like culture. I'm from. It's my culture. Yeah. I look like my mum, like my sister, like my niece and nephews look like me sort of thing. So that means, yeah. of course, I have to like it. I love these people that yeah, share it with yeah, me. Yeah. So. Exactly. And also, I remember someone saying once, that, what did they say? Something about um, your face is not yours. Like, you're not the one looking at your face. It's not like... <laughs> what's the point of you hating it? Yeah, being like, oh, I, like, yeah, I can't remember it's what the saying was. What was I saying? Oh, like, yeah, like... Or you're so used to seeing your face, you don't really see the qualities in your yeah, sort exactly. of thing. And I get it. But like, yeah, it's just, yeah, aesthetics have never really bothered me. Like yeah. in terms of how, how people see me. In yeah, terms of like, yeah. think I'm ugly, like it. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's your problem. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Sort of thing. Like, it's <laughs> Where do we go from, from here? Like, okay, okay. Like, so what? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You think that's going to keep me up at night? <laughs> when there's bills and responsibilities. <laughs> exactly. Like, honestly, my face is the least of my concerns. Exactly. Yeah, no, like, I feel you 100%. Like, I'm just wondering, so from the outside looking in, it's mm. so easy to see someone and like even just hearing you speak and just yeah. be like, she just has everything together. Mm. Even from you saying, I've got like this place where I put money for when I just need to yeah, duck yeah, out. Yeah. Like everything is just so organised. Like what do you do those days when you don't feel, when you don't have it together? I don't have it together. So how do you like pull it? How do um, you deal with those moments? I have, do you know what? In learning to be audaciously myself and like learn to love myself, mm. I had to learn that I'm never going to have it together. Mm. Like, life will always throw a curveball. Yeah. Something will always be a bit, oh, I didn't think it would go that way. Like, I am never going to have it together. Mm. It feels like I'm, like, finally, like, found myself in this lost world. Yeah. I'm accepted that I'm constantly going to be a little bit unaware. Mm. Like, I'm constantly going to be a little bit lost. Like, I'm never going to be like, yeah, that's it. We're all worked yeah. out. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And it's not up to me to say, when I serve a God, why should I be carrying that burden of working it out? <laughs> so like, it's, not, it's really not my burden to yeah, be carrying it out. I, I say often, I was like, well, God knows what he's doing because sometimes I don't be knowing. Yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I definitely don't. My mum will even... T- what happened, I think the other day I lost my purse and I was telling my mum, she was like, Anya, you've been very careless. Like, that's all. I, <laughs> I do not have it. I do not have it together at yeah. all. And... I think I've stopped reaching for having it together. Mm. Yeah, and I think that going towards that goal sometimes, you're you're, you're gonna just scatter your own brain, mate. Like, yeah, yeah I'm not gonna. Yeah. There's certain things that I'm like, I want to sort out. It, things within my power, yeah. I try very hard to work out, sort of thing. Like, I am like, I'm not that. I'm quite lazy. I procrastinate. Like, yeah, there yeah. was there were so many like flaws yeah. sort of thing I yeah. do things last minute Just, I don't know if I, it's like I like rush or adrenaline or something I don't, know, I don't know what so my annoying. problem is yeah it's <laughs> so annoying because it's like you do it all the time and you're like are you not tired what's wrong with you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like, if you started this thing this day today you would be crying <laughs> exactly. about this like, exactly. you wouldn't be up until 6 o'clock in the morning trying exactly. to get something done if you just started it on time yeah I also see a life coach Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see a life coach. I haven't seen him in ages. Actually, I miss him. I see a life coach, and we just like it's not it's not like therapy. So it's not like he tells me what to do, mm-hmm. but I just like he helps me organize stuff in my. Mm. It helps me organize my thinking. Wow, that's interesting. If that makes sense, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And like a big thing of like what we've been doing. I think the past, I can't remember how long I've been seeing him for. It's kind of like trying to find my purpose, mm. and that's consistently been like. 
okay, trying to work out what that is and trying yeah. to. And it was weird because I think my set, a session just before my 30th, I think it was my birthday, that session actually, was the day I was like, I feel like I've got it now. I think I've got it. Mm. I think I know what my purpose is. Yeah. 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 Which is actually like Amazing. really, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, really, really to get nice. to that yeah. place. Yeah. To be like, yeah, I think I've worked it out. Mm. And, and that's, it's a really, it's really bored. It's not like bored. So I've quote unquote been like, okay, my purpose is I want to keep people company. Hmm. Like, and that's not necessarily been by me being there. Yeah. It's just like something I said, something I wrote. If it's listening to my podcast, if it's watching a play I've written, if it's yeah. like hopefully one day watching a script I've, seen, I've written, like yeah. just to have kept people company. Yeah. So that's why I'm really keen on anything I do has my voice in it. That's really deep. Yeah. Or like you're reading a tweet of mine just because yeah. you know that like I've kept people company in some way. Yeah. yeah. That is really, really yeah. deep. Yeah. And I think working that out is kind of. A, it's made sense for everything I want to do. Mm. Yeah. That is so deep because it's so broad. Mm. But then it's, it has so much yeah. like layers yeah, to exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I didn't want to, like, yeah, it was just kind of like, okay, this is, this is it. That's mm. what it is. Yeah. And whatever I do tends to fit into that. That is really, really mm. incredible. So we've spoken about the idea that, okay, beauty writing, we know you're a journalist, yeah. um, a podcaster, but you actually do write scripts mm. as well. So how has that journey been for you? That it's hard. Oh my god, it's so <laughs> it's so hard. I'm a very, very newbie at it. Like yeah. I, I find it like I love it, I really enjoy doing it, but I do find it really hard. And again, the reason why I do is because I could do a beauty post for you in 30 minutes, Max. Mm. I know how to do it. And like Yeah. Like you can't tell me that I know what to do. But this is very new territory. Mm. So I still find it very scary. Yeah. And like there was I like I'll watch certain shows or I'll watch a theater and I'm like, do these people have two heads? <laughs> like, why didn't I think of this? Exactly. Oh, I know my head would not have thought of this yeah. one. And I, I I get that a lot when I go to theater and things like that. And it's just like, well, how have they done yeah. this? Like, what is yeah. wrong with these men? Yeah. So I do find like right, I do find writing scripts difficult in a sense and it's not even because I don't think I can do it it's because I don't know how that world works so mm. much that like, is a font you have to think about you have to write and then like you go to meetings and they say certain words I'm like Ugh. Yeah. but what I've found is that people just want to know the story I've got in my head mm. Mm. like I need to stop adding pressure to like oh the words that they're saying or yeah, yeah, write a yeah. bible or write a treatment or write yeah, this yeah. or try to do it in the set it's just about it's your voice what's that the they story? want yeah, yeah yeah what's your voice and what's your story so yeah. that's like helped me a lot in terms of like writing it and trying to figure out what I want things to like work out as and what I want things to sound like. Cause yeah. I got, uh, so my friend Rachel, she does, she did a, a series at Bunker called My White Best Friend. Mm -hmm. So I got to like write like a monologue thing for that. And that was like my first thing that yeah. was like performed. It was performed by Tom Mucci actually. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to see that. I which it. was like my first. And I remember writing the thing, like, oh, I can't do this. But yeah. I like, I loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. Wow. Put a lot of pressure on myself to like do it. Cause the thing of me is when I do, when I have pressure and I put pressure on, I won't do it. Wait, so when you get the pressure, you won't do it? Just like, no, I'll do it. <laughs> like, I know someone is needs to be done and I just won't do it until the deadline is, mm. this needs to send to me by three o'clock today. Yeah, yeah. And then that's, I'll be like yeah. rambling because I'm me, just yeah. like, I don't know what to do, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah. yeah. I remember I had a phone call with like a producer once, they told me what to do. I just went to sleep. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? You people can't kill me. I literally, after the show, like, after the phone call, I was just like, I'm going to sleep, love. <laughs> like, it's not me, you lot are going to shut up. <laughs> I just went to sleep. <laughs> and this is what I'm saying, but I don't have things together. <laughs> sleep is the cure for everything for me. Anytime I feel away, I'm going to sleep. Look, let me sleep. Let yeah, me, nap. Let me nap. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to go to sleep. I wake up and I think about it then consistently. Wow. What was it like seeing your, like, hearing your words? It was... So it was really, really surreal for me. It was really, really surreal for me. It was amazing. Like I like it sounds so dumb, but it was like, oh wow, I'm not bad, you know? Yeah, you get yeah, that moment like, of like, oh. wow, I'm actually good at yeah, this. Yeah, well done, yeah. Bea. Like, yeah, you yeah. did that sort of thing. And yeah. that happens to me for probably everything I do. Like yeah. I produce podcasts as well. I remember producing them one for tape. And for the ages, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And when it came out, I was like, oh, mm. Okay, so listen to that sort of thing. So yeah. yeah, it was it was really really nice, and that that whole day meant a lot to me. Like my family and friends were there. Like yeah. it was just it was just nice to be like, okay, you can do this. Yeah, yeah. And then you're doing the stuff with Young Vic as well. Yes, That's I am. Out, which is next year, which, which is, is exciting. Exciting and insane. It's Young Vic. It's like, like what? I'm not even of that world. Like I think I can't even lie to you. I think I probably just started going theatre last year. You know, 
well, you're of that because world Because I was just not of that world. Yeah. Like, I didn't think that world saw me or yeah. had any business in that world or something. Yeah. Some like, we didn't go to the theatre. Like, yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And for me, I think the theatre was like Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> or like whatever was on that show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah like, like it wasn't. Yeah, like and, that was. But what, there's like a whole world. Of there's like theater. a whole world, yeah. and I'm learning so much of it as well. And even like when I, when I went to go watch something at the Young Vic, and um, someone said hi to me, I was like, but you. I don't belong here. <laughs> You're not gonna clock that I don't, I'm a fake. <laughs> like I'm absolutely a fake. But that's the thing. That's um. I feel like it's really weird just to put yourself in a bracket to be like, here's what that world looks like. Mm. And that's what I've always tried to be like myself, regardless of what space I'm in sort of thing. Because yeah. I'm very aware that like, quote unquote, I'm not of the theatre kind sort yeah. of thing. Even like, I'm black, I'm not middle class sort of thing. And yeah. even like the people that are maybe brought up in the same way as me, they went, they very well learned, learned it. They went to like really amazing sec- um, universities yeah, and they're very, yeah. like very, very smart people and like, they know literature and all of this and I don't. Yeah. And I'm not, not ashamed to say that I don't sort of thing. No, but and, I think that was, that's exciting though. Yeah. And I'm like, what I just, mean? You're bringing like a new voice. Yeah, hopefully. You know. Hopefully. I'm really, really excited. I'm also, I'm scared. Yeah. Like I'm very, very scared about that one yeah. because that's a, feels like a moment mm. yeah and I get to like work with like, a director and like casting and like do you That's know what I mean and, like it's, it feels very big yeah yeah it feels very very big but do you know what though I I just feel like hearing you like it just feels like every new moment that comes you just take it on like it's like you've been prepared for it like you've been preparing for it all mm, this time but you maybe. didn't know <sighs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, with yeah. the Met job, you didn't know that you were actually preparing for, yeah, for Top Boy. Yeah, yeah. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Top Boy was preparing you for the um, Bunker Theatre. Yeah, no and now sure. Bunker Theatre has now prepared you for Young Vic. Absolutely, you know? yeah. And mm-hmm. then it just, it's just all come together. Yeah, I'm like, I'm so grateful. I'm, I'm like, I'm very, very grateful with, that's my focus at the moment, like my career and this just, being in this world and just like my one of my biggest fears is just being potential mm. such a big fear for me yeah like it's yeah. like it, it's in like it will keep me up at night just thinking like just thinking to... of like you're just oh she could have mm. that is it's true though yeah and it scares it scares scary. me so so much so I'm trying to say yes to the right things and not just and like doing these things and not just being oh I reckon if she tried she would have yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The thought of just being potential really scares me. It is really. really yeah. Scary. Like I, I, honestly, like I just feel really like is. I'm in the same place, and I wonder if it's an age thing where, mm. like, as you're just about, because like you're 30 yeah. now, and I'm about to be 30, mm. and I'm just wondering if, because I'm in that place now yeah. of like, I don't want any potential to go to waste. Yeah. I'm like, whatever it is I've been wanting to do, I just need to just do it. Just do and it, if yeah. it works, mm-hmm. it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. You get to this stage in your life where it's like, look, even if I flop, I flop. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't care. Does failure scare you? It does scare me. Yeah, same. It scares me a lot. Same. But now that there's so many things of recent that I failed at, yeah. that I didn't think I would fail at, that I'm just like, do you know what? Mm. Okay, it's happened. Do you know what? what sometimes what failure scares me so much, like it freezes me, like I won't do it. Yeah, that, I mean, that's that's normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like normal. just the thought of like, because I've always been a person, <laughs> do you know, I only did things I knew I was good at. You, you are? I only do things. I used to only do things I thought I was good oh, at. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. If I didn't think I could do it, I'm not doing it. Mm. Yeah, I'm mm. like, yeah, no, I'd rather no, not. It's not for me. Yeah, it's yeah. not for me sort of thing. So I feel like, especially in this world where things are so visible and it's mm-hmm. just like failing loudly scares me. This is the thing. This is the thing. Yeah, but I've me. failed loudly recently and like... With what? Just like, I don't know, I just feel like even sometimes with the salon, mm. I feel, do you know what I mean? Like open at the second branch yeah. and it just didn't, I had to close it mm. because it just, it was one, too stressful. Yeah. Two, um, yeah, it just wasn't working how I needed it to work. Yeah. Three, it was literally the wrong time and mm. I should have known it, but I didn't and I still went with it. Yeah. So for me, that was a big failure because usually when things go wrong, I'm able to fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you it, fix it before it, I fix before it, it fix it. it. You, you yeah. know, like, I remember when I closed and I was like, yeah, don't worry, guys, it's cool. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. Fix, things just, it works. Yeah. That's how it's been my whole life. Things mm. can go wrong and it just, with this, Same, yeah. Every wall, everything I tried yep. did not no work. Mm. And that's when I knew that I wasn't supposed to do it in the first place. Yeah. But I did it against my better judgment. Yeah. And for me, it was a, a public failure in a sense to my staff. Like to, because it might not have been like to the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just 
people who were looking to me and I had to be like, actually, this ain't working, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. done with it. Mm. So for me, that was a failure. And I just thought, wow. When that happened, yeah. after like dealing with it and just crying and be like, Bruv, there's like, something to like that will just knock you. Like it, no, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it yeah, literally like it knocked you. me. Yeah. And then I got up by the grace of God. Mm. And I was just like, do you know what? That's happened. Yeah. And I'm still here. Yeah. So what are we doing next? What now? Yeah, yeah. Like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. what what's the next step? And mm. actually, during that period, there's so many things that I started. Yeah. Because I realised that you, you can freeze and yeah. think, I don't want to do certain things yeah. because I don't want to fail at it. But at the end of the day, things, not everything's going to work. And that's how we become who we are. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, like, yeah. we, like, adore our parents. We'll be like, wow, like, they're so strong yeah. or they're this and then that. It's because of what they've been through yeah oh absolutely and if they didn't go through it they probably Mm. wouldn't be strong Mm -hmm. so for me I'm like all right, cool I've spent my 20s trying things some things worked they were amazing some things didn't work yeah but I'm still here which means that I can still make yeah yeah, exactly we move move. so that's been like my thing where I'm like okay am I doing what makes me happy do you know what I mean like even with acting it was like for a whole year and a bit I wasn't doing anything related to it that didn't make me happy Mm-mm. at all. Do you know what I mean? With acting, you fail all the time. All the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, constantly. Yeah, yeah. You go to an audition, they're smiling at you, you're going home, I'm on the phone, like, I'm like... I think I got it, you know. <laughs> I think this might be it's the one. Might be, they won't be like, it's just in Jesus' name. Like, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 and you're yeah, fasting. Yeah. Do you know there's been times I've been fasting and praying for a role and yeah. I see the trailer? Yeah, but you're like... Oh. Oh, you, so I'm still oh, praying. Oh, you made it. Oh, okay. That's how out of tune I am. Oh, okay. cool, cool, I'm cool. still praying for the role that we have got this far in the process. I thought you were still casting, but cool. You smiled at yeah, me. Cool. I was still waiting for the yeah. callback. I was praying to God for the callback. Uh-huh. I'm looking at the picture and I'm placing my hand on it, like yep. you know, connection. This God, this name. role yep. is mine. This mm-hmm. role is mine. And the trailer's out. So where do we go from here? It's really weird because that's <laughs> why I'm trying to get my head in. In um, so with the whole writing a script thing, sort of thing. And I remember, I think it was Mara. Marla Kill? Yeah, Marla Kill. Mm-hmm. Um, she was saying how she wrote like Girlfriends years before it was actually made. And I had to let that stay in my mind because I don't want to be like, well, it's done now. Stop making it, people. Yeah. <laughs> because that it's like, yeah. What if no production company wants it? Mm. And I actually started telling myself that now so nothing yeah, yeah. is like... <gasps> But then you do it yourself. Yeah, that's that's what's so great. Like Issa yeah. Rae, yeah, she had true. to do it herself. It's true. Uh, Michaela Cole, it's, no, it's very very true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I'm like, what if no one wants this? And um, Phoebe like, from Fleabag. That one is a G man. Like, Phoebe listen, is... she's with my agency, and literally her story she's a G. is incredible. Because how do you go from like not booking work, and you're thinking, do you know what? Forget this. I'm not. Booking I promise work. you. Like, like. I am not a proud... I will work anywhere. <laughs> like, do people are like, oh, because I'm here, I can't... I will work anywhere. <laughs> like, I don't care. Because <laughs> like, I saw the whole EastEnders thing where they tried to shame the actress for working in a store. And I was like, are you people mad? Like, what's like, she supposed to do? You're shaming someone for going to work. Honestly, Tolly, I want someone... I actually, like, sometimes I say that I actually want someone to catch me doing some leafleting or something so that a casting director can be like, ah... Oh, you know the way that guy went viral like honestly when that happened I said God I don't even mind this I don't mind it let it happen yeah. I want, sometimes I think I want someone to go online just, say just, something just say, and oh, then and let, my story and be let that, the yeah. support come and then all of a sudden I'm on billboards I've been booked like I've yeah. been booked like do you know what I mean like, I don't know how you can shame someone for well, paying well, I, the that, bills like, this is such a weird thing it to say it doesn't make sort of any thing. sense at all because yeah, that really is weird. the industry yeah. that is the creative industry and that's the things that people don't see like yeah. If you don't, if you're, you know, if you're freelancing or you're a scriptwriter, you're an actor, music, there's times where you're not going to have a lot yeah. of money and you have to like swallow your pride and get another job or, you know, call centre. You know how many actors mm. you're hearing their voice, they're calling you about, do you want to keep your contracts for EDF? Oh, like, gosh, yeah. they're just trying to get it paid. scares me. You know? Yeah. But that's what, I think what's super inspiring about everything that you said, it's just the idea of like knowing when to say yes mm. to certain things and like trusting your gut. Like yeah. I love the fact that you said that, look, I'm going to put everything into the receipts right yeah. now. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to decide to do that. And mm. then an opportunity came yeah. where you could have pulled back on that yeah. and you could have got scared, mm-hmm. but you didn't. Yeah. And now we can, all, everyone can see like what that has done, like yeah. that dedication, like seeing you girls on billboards and That's like, yeah. you've literally like inspired people to know that, wow, like podcasts can actually oh, it's, be a, it's a oh, job. It's like, a job, yeah. You know, oh, absolutely. But before, yeah. we didn't, 
We didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. To be oh. fair, I don't think I knew that, to be fair. I yeah, did not yeah, know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I was, like, sitting on my podcast for ages, like, oh, you know, yeah. I want to do this. I was, like, writing it down, like, from, like, 2016. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was seeing all of these people, like, seeing you guys. I, I was, like, always Whoa. say, pe- like, people say research, but it's procrastination. As mm. creators, we love... Oh, I'm going to research. research. I'm going to find... I'm going to talk to this person. I'm going to see how this person mm. did it. I'm going to see how that person did it. You're procrastinating. Yeah. Yeah. I do a lot as well. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just finding things out. I'm just, you know, I'm just like, you're just not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come like my, like, yeah. just do it. Just get yeah. it, like, just do it's it. True. And it's not going to pop off heavy straight away. That's the thing, yeah. though. Because you want it to just pop off. It doesn't pop off heavy straight away yeah. at all. Because it's consistent. You have to remember, like, just because you are blowing up in this world, this other world doesn't know you. Mm. It's like me going to the theater now. I'd be like, I want, I want to be writing everything here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> do it's you like, not know who to, I am? Like, to these people, you are literally, and I, I, I'm very, I know how to humble myself. And that's mm. what, like, I've always. Because I know what I want to do. I've always tried to do work experience. Last year, I did work experience. Mm. I did it as a um, as a producer. Yeah. Like an uh. AP assistant producer on a thing with BBC. And I was just like, yeah, can I just work? Like, literally, I did, I think, worked there for a week or something as a producer, sort of, like, work experience. And they were filming something. I was like, oh, do you want to work on this as the AP? I was like, yeah, sure, sort of thing. And that, for me, is just, like, I know how to humble myself and be aware that other people in this room yeah. are better at me than what I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah. So why am I going to not learn from them? No, that is, that's so good. Like, it's that's just like, so why, like, why am I going to, I was taking teas, buying lunches, I could have been like, no, but if you've not heard of the receipts, what, like, like, do you know what I mean? like, like receipts, people are asking me if I want tea. No, but you hear no, she sis. <laughs> like, take time, like, humble yourself yeah, yeah. and learn, because a big thing for me is I kind of want to, I'm really into learning what every part of what is, so let's say I'm writing a script, so I write a script. I want to know what producer's meant to be doing. I want to know what director's meant to be doing. I just want to like, be having a bit experience. I'm not saying I want to be those things. But you want to understand Just, just understand it. what they're meant yeah. to be doing and know what everybody's meant to be doing sort of thing. I just think it just yeah. makes sense. No, that it does. Yeah. It does. So it I've does. always wanted to like, just have a little experience in or just a little thing, just yeah. to know that, okay, this is what's happening, this is what's happening yeah. in these worlds, yeah. See, this is why you're just going to keep flying because it's actually, you're doing the things that, you know when you Google and they tell you to like do certain things? Like, be like, oh, this is what you need to no, do. No, this is what you're actually, you're actually doing it. Yeah, I like, know? I just, yeah, I think I'm, it's, I've had to talk, my, teach myself, taught myself, wow, I've had to teach myself <laughs> that I'm a student in a lot of situations. Yeah. Yeah, like people, people have been doing this for years. To yeah. Me. Like. Yeah, and that's the thing, we are constantly students. Yeah, and sometimes, yeah, yeah. like, I, I always say that I feel like sometimes we can feel a little bit entitled. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, you just think, well, I've been doing this for years. So so-and-so should know oh, me. They should hire me. Yeah. They should know what I'm doing. And it's like, actually, they don't. They don't. They don't know. I love, like, the entitlement is, is oh, I see it's, it every day. It's strong. Why didn't I get invited to this? Why didn't I, yeah. what are you meant to be? Yeah, no, it's strong. I had to, for me personally, yeah. I had to talk to myself. Like, honestly, like, because I was going through that phase of like, oh, but they should know who yeah, I am. Yeah, or they, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially like, if you've been putting in the work, it's like what you said about the internship. Yeah. You've been interning since you were 15. So you're like, hello, I've been doing this. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in that scenario, that made sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But even like for me at the time, I was just feeling mad entitled for no reason. And it wasn't even in a constructive manner. Mm-hmm. It was just like, if I was just being a, realistic, yeah. like nothing was happening. So Rita, what are you doing? Yeah, and yeah, I had yeah. to just, hum- I had to humble myself before someone humbled me. <laughs> So be humbled, bro. I humbled myself. Yeah. My mum and... humbles me every single day. I can go from a live show and I'm washing the bath when I get home. And I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> this is life. Balance, in it? Like, this is life. Honestly, mum doesn't give a damn yeah. where I just came from. She doesn't give a damn when people clap for me. <laughs> She's like, that, yeah, very like, dirty girl. That, that play to your woman. <laughs> like, it's just like, I am like humbled on many occasions. No, but it's so needed. I guess like just to round up, if you were to tell your 16-year-old anything, yeah. what would you say to her? It's really weird. I get asked this question a lot. I always think about what 16-year-old me was doing. Oh, bless her. Um, One thing I say to her is dream bigger. Mm. I think I was just kind of like, I was, my dream or like how I pictured my life would be, I'd work in Central somewhere, I'd come home, my partner would come and pick me up at the train station. Mm. Like it was just like a really like mundane, and there's nothing wrong with that yeah. dream at all, but like there was not specifics. Mm. I just didn't for a second like want to, I remember, I always say this or I think it, but I never said it. I don't think I've ever said it out loud. I remember once in church and do you know they do like Children's Day? Mm-hmm. It's just a Nigerian thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, May the yeah. 27th, it's Children's Day. Yeah. So, like, we were performing or something. So, we were, like, performing in church or whatever. And I got off. I actually don't know who this woman was. I don't think she was a regular at, at my church at the time. And I came down. And this woman just she was like, you're going to be a star. 
Wow. And I was really young. I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, oh, okay, like, yeah. thank you, ma. And I just like walked away. <laughs> yeah. like, and I didn't think I am a star or anything. I didn't even think her word was some like fulfilling prophecy. But since I think back to it, I'm like, oh, like, if that little girl took that seriously, yeah. I would have just thought I dreamt bigger. Mm. Like, I would have just dreamt a lot bigger. And I think all of my dreams, all of my aspirations are very, very small. They were just things I could see. Mm. Yeah. Literally, four years ago, I didn't know what a podcast was. Wow. Four years. So now it's just like I need to go beyond things I can see. Mm. So I would tell her like dream past what you can actually see. And I know yeah. it's like it's easier said than done. It's a hindsight thing to say. But I would definitely no. say to her, dream bigger. Like do you know them kids, I knew I was gonna do something I never really had that. Yeah. I was as long as I had a job sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say dream bigger. And also, oh my god, I concerned myself with like boys oh. so much. Like honestly. Like, I honestly. was in like two years into my eventually 10 year relationship at the age of 16. Wow. So I, he was like my heart and my seat. Like, honestly, Ten yeah. Years. So I was wow. in from when I was 14 to when I was 24. So I was like so into that. Yeah. 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 But then you say that, and I'll go back to this whole like certain things need to oh, happen. Absolutely. Because I feel like that, in terms of like how you share things and your story, that experience, right. it brings so much. Like sometimes when I like post like my tweets and like I'm talking about yeah. like dating, thing, like sometimes I look back and I'm like, I'm like, Rita, you need to put this in the script because these things can't be taught. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like it's real experience. Dating yeah. is a mad, it's, it's mad, mad you place. know? Yeah. So, so it's like all of these things happen and at the time it feels like, oh my God, this is irrelevant or yeah, why yeah, did yeah. this happen or why did I spend so much time doing this? But again, it adds this other layer Oh, absolutely. Like it always leads back to my paper Bible verse. It's like what you meant for good, God meant for, what you meant for bad, God meant for good sort of thing. This and it was it. like, that's what, that whole situation was wicked. It was awful. Yeah. But like, that's what started the podcast. I mean, yeah. so like, I was talking about that and that's what made the um, first, all of our experiences and our past experiences what made the podcast sort of thing. Wow. So I do think, yeah, like that was, that made a massive, a massive thing. And wow. I make a point of consistently talking about love and wanting a partner, mm. things like that. And that's because I think many people um, minimise it. They do. It is such a big part of our, of who we are as humans sort yeah. of thing. If I was consistently saying I'm looking for a job, people would be like, oh, don't want. nobody is ever talk down at someone for looking for a job or look like what why are you minimizing something that's such a, a huge thing. part of who we are and it's like oh you're desperate or whatever and it's like it's not desperation it's it is, just life it's a huge part of my life and that's always been a huge part of my life the idea of like love and a family and just being with someone that yeah. i can do life with yeah because longest time it was like for me it's not about who's a good look anymore it's who's good for me like yeah, are we good facts. for each other sort of thing yeah, so like yeah. love and relationships is always at the core of a lot of what i talk about and what i do just because i think i don't know why i minimize that yeah like people are uh, people like friendships even as a joke they will mock someone that's single but you never mock someone that's jobless you never be like i oh, just look at this one there's never a job mm, it's true but you can be in a situation with couples and you're getting mocked. So I was like, yeah. say if everybody here had a job and I didn't, would you be laughing as well? No, no you would be like, oh, you know, sort of thing. And it's like, and it's also such a big part of life, but then there's no rule book for it. Yeah, this is And it. I had to pass an exam, I revised, blah, blah, blah. Get a job, figure you, it out. you keep uh, like, yeah. applying, but there is no set of rules to be like, you do this, 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 and then you've got a partner. And this is what you, again, it's an age thing. Yeah. Because... I've, you spend your 20s being taught, if you do this, you get Myth. this. You dress like this, you're going to get that. And I've sat back and I'm like, do you know what? I'm 29 yeah. and I feel like I've pretty much done everything yeah. that you're do. Do you know what you've do? done? You've done the good girl. I did, I, I did, I did the good girl until I was 27, bruv. The bruv, good girl. They you're promised me. Midi tight oh, skirt. They promised me. <laughs> they promised, like, as in, you know, you carry do yourself you know this in this way. this good girl was going to take me? No, no, no. Honestly, honestly, yeah. I'm talking about it, but it burns no. like it's something deep said, like, in my heart. It pisses me because off because all... I was promised. <laughs> like you lot honestly. said, right? <laughs> you lot told me <laughs> if I didn't dress anyhow, yeah, didn't talk anyhow, yep. Like I had to like be like I used Womanly, to like carry yourself like a wife, <sighs> you know, cook this. There's times I pretended, and look, I know I pretended, but they didn't know. I would put in there the stew, everything that I was making when I was younger, good, thinking good, that wow, would secure this is, it. This is what I need to do, and I, 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 I regret missing out on so many experiences because I wanted to be the good girl. I went to be the person that only had this part, amount of partners, or any person that didn't do this sort of thing. You know, you know, loyal, long term, blah 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 blah. And I, I regret it. Yeah, see, because I feel like. 
and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. 2020, I move, brother. I'm not doing it no more. No, I'm, I'm, I move because I feel like I've missed out on so many experiences. Because I think sometimes I focus too much on a relationship that led to marriage, but that doesn't mean relationships that don't lead to marriage are not great experiences. Listen, not every relationship is gonna end. It's gonna have an end goal of marriage, yeah. something. But you learn so much. Sometimes it's just fun. Yeah. Like I've started listening to Modern Love podcast. Oh, I saw you tweet about that. I it need is to check it out. Amazing. Like it's just different people's love stories. It is amazing. Okay, and a woman on it says that she says she mentions like, do, like if by by just dating to marry or by just saying that like, this is my forever, you just miss out on so many great experiences. Yeah. And even I was watching the interview with Charlemagne and girlfriends, mm. and I think Tony said it as well, or, um, or Tracy, and she mm. was like, "I've used their real names and fake names." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know you're talking yeah, about yeah, her. Yeah. Tracy and what's her actual real name? I don't know her real name actually. I can't remember, but I know you're talking what, about Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the character Tony. She was just like, "Yeah, like just because it didn't end in marriage doesn't mean it was a bad relationship." Honestly. And do you know what? It just makes me sad because when I was younger, I remember I lived in New York for a bit. Yeah. And I didn't live life in New York because that is prime. the offers I got. Like the offers that I got were inc- like I remember one guy literally was like, um, it was Super Bowl weekend, and is- he wanted to like fly me out. But to you Florida. said no because it's no I good thing to do. Could, oh! <laughs> I said that no, I can't do. How can I be that how, girl? How can I be that that's that's not gonna get married. Am I, still, am I married now? Look have I life. even have I even got that kind of offer again? <laughs> like, like, do you know I, what I mean? Like, so honestly, it is, but I think it's an age thing when you do realize that there is no book. Yeah, yeah. Like you really do have to go with what you're feeling yeah. and what feels right to you as opposed to like this rule book of or the rules that your auntie said Mm -hmm. and all of this stuff and I've watched my friends who have been spreading legs from (laughs) day one bruv and they are in like marriages happy relationships there's no like there is no rules I wouldn't even be annoyed if If that like, the good girl was genuinely who I am, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like I wouldn't even be like, you know what? You're annoying because you've been because acting. Somebody told me <laughs> this is how I was meant to behave. Listen, it's it's a real thing. I'm really glad you mentioned it. Well, the good girl world is something is that has hilarious. It's, it's been really deep in my soul because I've just been reflecting, yeah. like genuinely. You don't, you don't, I remember there was a time. I don't think this guy. I'm even sure this guy has muted me because <laughs> every indirect he hasn't seemed to catch it. I'm absolutely sure he's muted me, but like. I'm tweeting in a way for a guy who doesn't even know I exist. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> or I would want to say something or post something about I know if he sees it, he might think this. Yeah. What? Exactly. He's, he's never told me he likes me. Yeah. Never had that, I don't even know <laughs> well, if I like him. Exactly. It's but the it's idea. Just, it's this idea of being a consistent yeah. good girl. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I can see you play that good girl. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can too see much. you definitely did that. Too yeah. much, but. We move. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, you wanted to call you a woman of God. That's yeah. what it, but, you know, regardless of a woman of God, didn't it? So. Like, you still have to be who you are, though. And I think when we joke about, oh, yeah, these girls did this, it's because they were being themselves. So it's what you see is what you get. So I thought we should have that same approach. The way we and are they with know our how work, to date. Which, you know. Anyway, anyway. Two it's, dates, it's I'm like, I think he's my husband. Yeah. God, I'm, I'm so grateful for this God, opportunity. I thank me. you. Wow, look, I love. And then he doesn't text back and you're like, okay, okay cool. Cool, this is where we are. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I did, what did I even do? At what point did I go wrong in this thing? <laughs> Like, you start doing evaluation and, yeah, no. It's just, it's a lot, it's a lot. But honestly, like, I feel like you've dropped so many gems today and I've learned a lot and I know everyone that's listening, they've probably learned a lot as well. So I just want to thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And, um, yeah, I just, I'm just excited to see you. Oh, someone asked a question. Sorry, they asked, what are you excited about work-wise? I think you kind of mentioned it. Is it in 2020 or just generally? Um, Definitely the Young Vic stuff. I'm very, very excited about that. And it's just kind of... I'm excited to have confidence in my voice and my own stories, Mm. sort of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, I just want to be able to have a fully-fledged thing that's what I've witnessed. I'm very proud of this. This is my baby, sort of thing. I'm excited to see it, girl. Also, I'm very, very proud of you, babe. Oh, thank you. I have interviewed you before I like, yes, watched you have, your journey. Like, yeah, you've and put me I think on, on BuzzFeed with Radiant. I think and, you're amazing. You know, and thank you've done you. amazing. Have more fun. Thank you. Must open for a real one. Oh my God, you said that on I your know birthday. this is hilarious. not how this podcast normally goes. It's but not. I'd like my last words to be on the podcast to be bust it open for a real one. And by busting it open, <laughs> it's up to you to define. It could be your legs, it could be your heart. But make sure it's a real one. A real bitch one. Thank and you very much. There we have. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Thank you. <laughs>